Everybody, I'd like to welcome everybody to Vibe Time with Jerry and Blog Talk Radio. And I have my special guest, Gene Wells, and he is a member of CROP, and he's also been featured on Portals to Hell. So we've been looking forward to talking to Gene all week. So we're finally at that point where we can do that. So, Gene, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> we're doing great. Doing good. Trying good. to make sure that everything... Um, goes good on the public feed here. There we go. So that's all good. Okay. So we've been looking forward to talking to you. All right. Yeah, you can. I know. I've been looking forward to it, too. I had this on my calendar, circled, you know, exclamation points, and then somewhere along there above it, it said moist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you what, it ain't moist out right now. Good God, I know y'all never live that one down. It is not moist outside right now. It is freaking cold. Moist isn't, yeah. even, moist isn't even in the vocabulary. Hi, John Stevens. How are you? Hey, John. Oh, oh is, that, is that the new stripper? Snowball. Yes, Snowball oh, is on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, John, the next time we're out at the cabin, I, I got some $50 for you. We'll, we'll get you to do a little dance. <laughs> On the pole. On the pole. On the pole. Snowball. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He can't live that name. It, it fits him perfectly. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to come up with nicknames. And we know what his favorite song is, Get Jiggy With It. Yeah. And he said, and he said, with this hip. <laughs> yes. Yes, with the hip. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yep. No, thanks for having me on. I look forward to this. Yeah, we, we, um, we're glad that you came on um, to talk to us. So yeah. I, I have quite a few people that um, are new to um, the page, so they don't, they don't know who you are. Okay. Um, so could you kind of give them a little background of, you know, what got you into the paranormal field? Because there, we have people on here that are kind of new to the paranormal field. And, you know, what sparked your interest in that? Uh, okay, sure. Well, let's see. Let's uh, roll the clock back about, uh, I guess it's been about five years ago, six years ago now. Um, 
always had an interest in the paranormal. I used to watch the ghost shows as a TV, and I even remember growing up as a kid watching the paranormal show. I think it was NBC did a couple of them with uh, Dr. Hans Holzer that used to come on, and uh, I think it was on Friday nights or something like that. And I remember watching that, and that'd be you know be like, oh cool, ghost, you know, and then all of a sudden then go to bed and be scared out of my mind, you know, about you know, seeing something in my bedroom or something like that. But uh, no, I've always had an interest in it, always had an interest in, you know, Bigfoot and stuff like that, and, you know, whether it's real or not, UFOs and things. So it, the paranormal, quote-unquote, with all those involved, sorry, uh, <laughs> I told you it happened. Ah, it's okay. It's probably the ghost. <laughs> No, no, it's not the ghost. I think it's the the wife coming back. But uh, yes, I got that fight. Give us one second here. Gene's Gene's gonna mute out for a second because his wife is pulling up, and his dogs are barking. <laughs> and John Stevens said Gene is one of his favorite guys. Yes, hi Ronnie, how are you? Hey Ronnie. Yeah, it's Gene Wells. As yep, as seen on TV. He's famous. He sure is. We were is doing it famous or infamous. Well see, he can't he's muted I'll now. Both. I'll take both. I can hear you. I I'll take both. <laughs> he came back on. <laughs> Hey, stop for a second. Let's, I think they're going to be okay here. Yes, we'll he see. does have ghosts in his house. Hi, Austin. How are you? Hey, Austin. Well, okay, you're kind of, you're, he's running a fever. I hope you, um, you're you're better. Tale of 
make heads or tails of what was going on here. Was I actually imagining this stuff, or was it actually, you know, happening? And then our daughter started having some unique experiences at one point, and it got kind of kind of bad with her here, with whatever was here, and um, we called in um, an expert, I'll call him that, um, Mr. Dennis S. Locke, and uh, Dennis uh, came out to the house with Crop at that time, the group of members that was here with them, and, you know, they came out and did a baseline investigation first time, and nothing was really too crazy at that time. And so then, you know, I started saying, you know, I've always liked shows, always liked this. I said, this is kind of interesting because I saw how the tactics they were using and, you know, recording and experiences. And then, of course, the night that Dennis first came out here, um, we walked through the woods behind our house, which we're on six and a, about six and a half acres. And my daughter goes out there. It's Dennis. It's myself. And... We're back there, and next thing I know, the, the two of them start seeing stuff dancing around between the trees. You know, look, there's a soldier. There's this. And I'm like, what are y'all seeing? I can't see anything. And so we knew at that time that she had a gift, and, you know, we know Dennis has gifts and, you know, um, talents and everything. And, and then, go ahead. Thank yep. you. And so then shortly thereafterwards, I, uh, we were there, and, I had a unique experience where I got a sharp stabbing pain in the side of me being out there. And I mean, it was a sharp stabbing pain like I had been hit underneath the rib cage and then like up through my rib cage. I was like, what the cause that? It wasn't like a cramp. It was like something that got me. So I told, I said it out loud to Dennis and Dennis says, I think you were just bayoneted. So, you know, I, I make sense because we have, Civil War movement, troop movement, you know, ghosts going across the property is what has been told to us. And um, they did move through here going on the way to the battle of, yes, the battle of Bethesda Church and through onto um, Gold Harbor. They came through this area. And, of course, we know with the cabin on 360, that was right across the street from the, the battle of Bethesda Church. So, um, so we're close by. I'm about four miles, maybe three miles as a crow flies from the cabin. Um, so had some, of those, had some of those experiences. And then um, afterwards, I kind of talked to, I gave Dennis a call one day and I said, you know, hey, I said, I've always been interested in paranormal. Is there any possibility I could come up and see this, this cabin on 360? And, and, uh, and he's like, yeah, come on out, you know, be my guest. And so I came up there and started you know, I got more and more interested in it, started um, picking up on, you know, getting, working with him, um, going out to the, out to the cabin and they would have events and I would come there and kind of volunteer to help out. And uh, which, you know, being somebody that's an amateur paranormal investigator at that time, and I didn't really consider myself a paranormal investigator, but I was at the time, but I was just helping out. I just thought it was a help. And then, you know, I slowly get more and more liking of what I was finding in the different instruments and using the tools. And I asked Dennis, I said, uh, I said, is it a possibility that I could, you know, uh, is there any openings on your team where I could come in and just join and take part in the events and help out or whatever? And he said, sure, you know. And so that's kind of how I got my start into this is, you know, just asking and working with him. 
um, working with someone that's been around in a while. And uh, from there, um, I'll have to say me and Dennis are very tight, close-knit friends. Um, we, we also share a, bro- a mutual brotherhood, um, uh, both Masonic brothers. Um, and uh, we enjoy our, you know, our, our time together and stuff when we go out on investigations and helping out. And, um, he's, got, he's opened the door up for our team to get into many places. Um, I give him kudos to it. Um, you know, he even opened the door for us to get on the show Portals to Hell, which was, I mean, just fantastic. I mean, and then, you know, to get selected to be on there and then, you know, do the filming and sit there and watch, you know, meet Jack and Katrina. And, I mean, they were just pretty laid back, pretty cool. I didn't have, you know, I, I had great experiences with them there. They were awesome. And Jack's a bit of a cut up, you know, class, class clown there. Um, it was fun, and he decided, you know, um, I filmed, you know, I think it was about 10 to 15 minutes. They were interviewing me and stuff in the Tudor house there on Pamplin property, and um, quite a bit of that made it into the episode, and I was, I was shocked, literally, when I saw how much made it on there. I was just like, wow, and then, you know, and then they had Dennis do his part and he filmed his part and it literally was this 30 second piece and he's like, you're a, you're the superstar. I'm like, uh, okay, I'll sure, whatever. <laughs> so, but you know, it, it was awesome. Um, it was a great experience. Like I said, um, doing that. Um, and, uh, you know, when, you know, we've investigated, you know, being part of crop, we've investigated some really great, uh, cases and, you know, fun, you know, unique cases and some serious cases, um, both public and private. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, I enjoy it because um, one of the reasons I enjoy it the most is because I feel like I'm giving back because here I was, you know, we were, had issues in our own home. Right. And we didn't know who really to turn to. And, you know, this team come in, show us, and or showed us what we could do and help us out, and then, you know, cleanse our home, make our home a safer place for the whole family. Right. And I, I've always been the type of person I was raised to, you know, if someone helps you, you help them back and give back. And so I feel I'm doing that to help benefit the team, the crop team, and giving back my, my time, my services. Um, because, you know, it means a lot to have, you know, that support. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and John Stevens asking, where's the best place you've investigated? My best place that I would say I've investigated now, don't get me wrong, the cabin ranks up there. We've had unique experiences there, and Jerry's been there for half a dozen of them. Um, we've got numerous EVPs. Yeah. Um, I've investigated St. Albans, you know, had some great experiences there. Um, but I would say by far my most favorite place to go is Pamplin Park. We have had so many experiences there. And, I mean, every time we go there, there's something unique that happens to either someone in the group, yeah. one of the investigators, yeah. It, it just happens. Yeah. And you sit there and scratch your head. You're like, 
you know, you're trying to figure it out. What was that that just happened? You know, and that's probably my hands down my favorite. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always active. Yeah. Always. No it's a lot to cover, yeah. too. I mean, the, the, the amount of land to cover is just, it's mind-blowing because um, we've captured EVPs all over the place. We've had seen shadow figures. We've seen musket fire. Light, light anomalies yeah. that cannot be explained. I mean, just, it can't. Um, you know, footsteps. Um, yeah, it goes on and on, you know. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Great place. Yep, yeah, it is. I, <laughs> hello, freaking awesome paranormal show. Yes, <laughs> investigation at um, Pamplin Park. John is coming up March the 18th, and I think Dennis um, put out information about that um, today, didn't he? I could have sworn I saw some stuff as I was just scrolling. I was at the doctor for a little bit, and I'd get my adjustments and stuff done, but yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Get your tickets. It's it's. Last time I think it sold out within twenty six days, twenty eight days yeah. after he posted it. Yeah. It went quick. Um. Yeah. It's all I can say is get your tickets. Yeah. And the, you know the one good thing about it is we're not just doing it to we're not doing it to put money in crops pocket. No. The money that we raised out there goes back to the park. I'm glad that we can help out as much as we can. And it is, I mean, that park is huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge, but the one part uh, where the museum part is with the soldiers in it is just fantastic. It's so realistic. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You need to wear your walking shoes when you go out Definitely. there. I mean, good walking good. shoes. Yep, good uh, ones. Very spongy I mean, ones. The first time I went out there, I logged. I had my that pacer app or whatever, and I think I logged something like almost 10 miles out there. And I know Dennis probably had 12 miles. He had a couple more miles on me because he was out there earlier than I was setting up things. So, it, it, you know, I was like, God, no wonder why my feet are so yeah. tired the next day. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before the show tonight, you said you had a, a recording you want to share with us? Yeah, so if I can share it, I'm going to see if we can present it, but I'll give you a little background on what this is. Um, so this was at the last Pamplin investigation when we did it out there in the fall. Um, and I tried to get this as clean as I could through, you know, audacity and everything, but this was a recording of a recording through a cell phone of my um, necrophonic app that I was using on my phone. And I know a lot of people, you know, either care for that or don't care for that app, but I find it, I've gotten some unique responses through it. Um, and usually most of those responses are one, maybe two words, but this was like, this is almost like a full sentence coming through. And what I, what I'll let you guys figure out what you, what you think you hear through it. Um, but this was taken right at the um, encampment at the end of the walkway towards the encampment overlooking the fields, mm -hmm. uh, or not looking out onto the fields, I'm sorry, uh, the battlefield area. And uh, we captured it, and we had to play it back, and we were like, we hear what we just heard, and, you know, and like I said, I had a couple, I had a new guy who was getting into the paranormal there, and I said, well, why don't you just roll recording while we're doing this, and then you can listen back and see if we get anything. And then when we played it back, we were like, what did that say? And that's at the time that we realized, and I was like, okay, good, someone was rolling a recorder. So uh, let me see if I can share it. Okay. Is Courtney going to be at the one on the 18th? As far as I know, okay. unless something changes, I, as far as I know, she will be there. Okay, good. So, yep. So, and she she's now a member of crop. She's joined the crop ranks. So, uh, you know, uh, I love having her along, tagging along with us, you know, and, uh, you know, I hope that she continues to get some more experiences yeah. and, uh, and can, you know, eventually you know, be up there with us and investigating, you know, being a lead investigator. She's helped out quite a bit at the cabin. With oh, definitely, and, definitely. And, yeah. So let's see. All right. I'm going to try presenting here. Uh, let's see. Um, it's only wanting me to do a video file. Um, all right. Let me play around with this and see. I'll read some of the stuff. Shayla, did you read the, th the comment from Shayla where she said, John Stevens, Ronnie, and I caught a super cool EVP at the Tudor house? One of the kids answered me when I said, one, two, buckle my, and they said, shoo. <laughs> we were on the sitting on the steps. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, real cool. I think the first time I went to Pamplin Park and was in the the actual museum part, I got a EVP that said "die." <laughs> <laughs> Lucky me! Wow. Yeah. All right. Let me see here. There it is. Just what I need. Yeah, it's not letting me share. It won't let me just share an audio file for some reason. It's only letting me do video. 
So it's, it's a wave file. But I'll tell you what I'll do is um, I will put it out there later on. I'll put it out on my Facebook. Um, I'll post it out there. I've got it now where I can post it and let everybody listen to it and see what they think. I'll post it in, in uh, our crop team flow first and then post it over there. But like I said, it, it's you. Um, it's definitely unique. You hear a few words in there, and it's a full sentence. And um, I narrowed it down to the just the three seconds, so you didn't have to listen to all the gobbledygook around it leading up to it. So I'm uh, calling Dennis asshole, was it? Uh, this time it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Amy, Amy didn't get an F you, so. <laughs> That's a shocker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I tell you, that is something that is, uh, it definitely follows Dennis. He has his way about the spiritual world. And, you know, I've been with him a couple times at the cabin, and he, you know, we'll get there before an event, and we'll go over and unlock the Brick Rancher. And, we, of course, everybody knows what the Brick Rancher is all about. And so we'll go over and unlock, and then we'll roll recording as soon as we hit the doorway to go in. And I would say... And I'm and I'm not shooting high with this number. Nine times out of ten, Dennis gets he'll say, "Coming in, asshole," and he'll get it. F you, you know. Every time, I got it on the record. Hesitation. Yeah, it happens. And clear as a bell too. Clear as a bell. I've got it on an EVP somewhere where where he he comes, he goes downstairs, coming down, asshole, and it's fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Shayla's asking, what happened in the yard surrounding the Tudor house? What happened in the yard surrounding the Tudor house? They're referring to the backyard? I don't know anything around the yard surrounding. There was something I mean, in the backyard, wasn't it? Yeah, there was stuff in the backyard. Yeah. There used to be a family cemetery back there at one time and it was relocated yeah and there was some issues with the relocation process um so yeah there and there's some handful of problems i think that come from some of that too right but as you know the tudor house has a lots of activity from the two um we we think there's the two young children there um and the two girls, um, and then, you know, like uh, we had been told by the park staff, there's been people that have visited the park and looked up at the windows on the third floor of the, up in the attic area and seen a little boy waving out at them. And uh, I haven't had that experience to myself. But, you know, repeating what the park staff has said that visitors of the park have seen there, um, which is kind of, you know, unique and trying to, you know, it'd be nice to figure out who that is. Now, they say it's a boy now, or they've seen something else, and, you know, who knows. But they say it's up there, and they see see them looking out. Yeah, um, Shannon wrote, anywhere around the house or grounds, I got to the yard and became incredibly sad not a crier, and started crying. That's interesting. Yeah. I hadn't heard that yet. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know what's what's called, what that is, would be from there. Um, 
I mean, of course, the whole property, you know, was fields and, you know, they've got the diorama there in the basement of what it looked like before the Civil War and what it looked like after the Civil War came in. And, I mean, they just took over that family's property. I mean, tore the fields up, tore things up. I mean, it looks like a barren landscape what they, you know, what happened from where the battle was fought there. So, yeah, but John Stevens wanted to know if you could send the EVP to your phone and play it over your phone. Yeah, I can play it over my phone. Um, let me see if I can do that real quick. I, uh, you've got mail. I didn't say nothing. I was he was drinking that water, and I was going. Ah, oh. uh, okay. Well, I can't see it because I got my other window up here. Sorry, y'all. Uh. John got his ticket to Pamplin. Yay, John Stevens! <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna bring a box of snowballs. Can you can you bring a box of zingers for Dennis? I can do that. <laughs> okay. John is Snowball, Dennis is Zinger. I've got to find one for you, Gene. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Zinger to is to... my other name. No, it's not. It's Dennis S. Locke's name. Now, from now on, I'm going to have to call him Zinger, and he's going to look at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What's up, Zinger? <laughs> he, he's going to give me holy shit later on. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's see if it's uh, Yep, there it is. So Zinger and Snowballs, don't let me forget. All right, Jane can be a ho-ho. I don't think Debbie's going to let him be a ho-ho. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me, let me see here real quick. I'm going to mute my mic for a second. I just want to make sure that it's playing, that it'll okay. play through, okay? Okay. We gotta think of a different name. Ho ho's not gonna work. Okay. All right. So it did come through. Now it's rather quick. I'm off. I got my mic right here, so I'm gonna play it. So here we go. Four, three, two, one. I heard something. Me okay. too. Play it again. That's why. Well, I think it's that we were shining flashlights at that time. And we had flashlights where we were trying to look around and stuff. And I think it says something about stop with the flashlights. Something to do with the light. I'll play it one more time. Ho, ho, ho. Yep. Yeah. You hear that. Flashing of the light, something. Yeah, and what yeah. it makes me think it's of wild. with them saying that is their troops, they're stuck there, they're out in the field, 
and we're sitting there with flashlights, devices that are making light of things, and we can give away their position. Yeah. You know, being military, you think about that, and you're out and you're supposed to be, you know, camouflaged, hidden away on the battlefield because you, and, and Dave knows this from being in the Navy, when you're out on sea on the ship, you can't go above deck. You have to, to smoke a cigarette. You have to go to a certain port because the enemy could be out there if they wanted to, and they see that cherry glow of the cigarette. And believe it or not, on a pitch black, dark sea, you can see that for a ways. And someone could sit there and, you know, if there was a boat trolling behind you, they could take a pot shot at you or something. But these are things that, you know, you know, I can get what they're trying to say there. Yeah. So, and and but what's even amazing with that is the fact that they yeah. can they can see the flashlights, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like because we yeah. always question, because yeah. we always question that can they see what we're doing? Can they can they see stuff? And right, that's just that's wild. That came right through. And that wasn't a recording. That wasn't an EVP. That wasn't like from my recorder. That was from the Necrophonic app when it played, and then we had someone else record it. So, right. That is so cool. That's a good catch on that. Yeah. yeah. So, yep, very cool. And what? I was talking about that one. <laughs> who's going to be Twinkie? <laughs> Yeah, so it's John Stevens because you know he's snowballing Dennis and Zinger, so which one of y'all are gonna be a Twinkie? Joking around, what we yeah, about I think we were joking plan. around, and, 
Yeah. All of a sudden, they pinched me, and I yeah. felt like I flinched. I about dropped my phone. And he got him pinched because we were talking about that. the Navy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, oh, yeah. But, uh, well, I like when you do the presentations um, for the cabinet on 360. When you're, well, like when we have a group of people and you tell yeah. them the history, it's just really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, Dennis. Dennis does a great job with that. Um, I really enjoy his storytelling, yeah. basically. Um, he he has it down. And, I mean, I know there's been times I had, I've had to fill in for him out there. I've had to, or Ryan has had to fill in for him. And because uh, he had other personal events going on or whatever, and, and I will tell you, it's uh, it's not the same. We try to get it, but um, it's you know, it's him. You know, he has a special tie to the place, and uh, when it comes out, he does a great job with it. And usually, everybody there loves it. Yeah. And you know, what I think is really great is I think that's also led us getting repeat visitors there. We have. Right quite a following now where a lot of folks will come back out and they've had such a great experience there, whether it's the, the woods, uh, the cabin itself, or over in the brick rancher. Right. So, yeah. 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 Another active, another active, very active place, particularly the Pearl. Right, John Stevens? <laughs> John Stevens' favorite place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know about the basics of where that kind of came from, but I still don't know who, who called it the pearl. Was it you or was it? It was uh, me. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I know, Shayla. I'm sorry. I try, I try to keep it decent. I really do. Oh, Lord. I can only imagine. I can't see the comments right now. <laughs> You had to be there the first night. Yep. Uh, yeah, I okay. agree. I agree with John Stevens. You would have had to have been there to understand where the pearl came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I missed that night, and I can't remember. I had something going on. Probably a family conflict. Yeah, you had something going night. on. I can't. Yeah, you yeah. wasn't. You wasn't there that particular yeah. night. I don't think. Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, in. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask me from time to time, you know, well, what's this whole cabin thing about? You know, I get that at, at you know, friends, family, because they'll see me post about it. And, you know, and I'll tell them, I'll give them the whole history of what goes on out there and what, you know, we know what we've experienced there and what we know is there. And, uh, you know, the cabin itself isn't as, you know, what I would call or classify as tragic as what, happened at the Brick Rancher, right. and, uh, you know, it kind of hits home, you know, being a parent. Right. Um, oh, definitely. And if you don't get feelings about you, if, if you're a parent and know what, what happened out there and the tragic events, and, you know, you get a little, you know, I've been misty-eyed there before. I've had, I've even had something feel like it came up and sat on my knee there before, like yeah. a child would do. Yeah. So, 
you know, and that's a unique experience, you know. And, and no, it wasn't Dennis sitting on my knee. I can see it right now. Someone wants to say, Dennis sitting on your knee? No, he wasn't. Um, so, um, but, yeah, it was John. Yeah. yeah, he would have broken my kneecap if he sat on me. But, uh, um, it, I'm doing the show. Get out, please. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Teens are coming home. <laughs> Get out. Get out, Satan. Hello, Josh. Uh, Josh Watson said hello. Oh, okay. Hey, Josh. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay bye. <laughs> Don't tell me twice. <laughs> it's it's uh, so funny because they know that I do this every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Every Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Shayla said it, it's like the very first time John. And then, and then John Stevens puts down here Savannah Spooks, Jerry, John Sullivan, Sherry, Tina were there all on the first night. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, Josh. I know it's a great way to join the live. Rip out. <laughs> <laughs> My kids bring the best out in me. What do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. I get it too. Stop it, Dad. Yeah. Put Courtney on her. Where's yeah. she at? <laughs> she knows uh, she's Victor. She's that way. Yeah. <laughs> she's about 20 miles from me right now. So where she lives at. So. Uh, Where, where's your favorite piece of equipment, Gene? Uh, you know, um, probably I would say I really enjoy using the REM pod, the K2. I have, both of those are really neat. Um, the the um, trip light, I think it is, that Dennis has, he got made up. That, you know, we had a unique experience with that at a private residence him and I did it um, with a couple of other members of our team investigating and on command the thing was lighting up and that was really impressive to see and he hadn't had it that long and I mean it was just like okay if you can light that up you know light it up it just lit up the whole room said he was talking about Dennis sitting on Gene's lap when he joined in. <laughs> oh, that part. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to, you know, we were, we were trying to keep it, the whole thing PG-13. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Not on this show. PG-13? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Uh, it was so funny when the sky commented, you're such an elegant lady today. And I'm looking going, yeah, you ain't seen much. <laughs> because... well, we, we all know Jerry has a pornographic mind. So. <laughs> it's more like PGM. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not elegant. 
Nobody brought up the rose vibrations, vibrators yet. Oh, speaking of that, I hear they have them on sale too for $19.99. (laughs) (laughs) And just today, just today, today? it's free. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. restriction for 61 days <laughs> and then yeah. David Flowers would have to take the whole show over right yeah people would people would forget about me then oh, yeah that, that was a good show yeah <laughs> it kept everybody yeah. it, it kept everybody active Yeah. 
Yeah, Dennis, just so you know, your new name is Zinger. <laughs> I'll bring a box to Pamplin Park. <laughs> oh, I gotta get Zinger and stuff. Zinger and stuff. figure out who the ho-hos are in the twink. you but should we should have should we should have swallowed you Yeah, you're right, 
gotta talk to her for that shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> Hold on one minute. Y'all, y'all talk. I gotta go get them to cut this music down. I got a house full of teens. I can't hear you. Not a you can't. Can you hear it? Not a fucking flying Luanda. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
my gosh. on by time. Yeah, never know. <laughs> I say it all the time. Yeah. Damn it, Dennis. Well, right and, and another week of paranormal porn. Till I met a big man And the man 
Hey, Ryan, can you hear me now? <laughs> Hello. I feel like that commercial. Can you hear me now? Here I am. Okay. <laughs> I hear yep. you. Can you hear me? Good. Yeah, I can hear you. Is that better? Okay, awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I got some, um, some new ones today that are wanting to play around. <laughs> you want to just let their let them uh, let their presence be known, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. And I always say to people, they're like, "Oh no, no, no." I'm like, "No, it's always the first few days, the first few weeks, like that they really." show themselves and what they can do and what they're capable of doing and et cetera um, for whatever reason. And then they kind of settle in and everybody's good, <laughs> but I got quite a few so in want, today. So they want to test their limits. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so going back yeah, to when, got, you were, um, when you were a child, did you have any, like, anything profound happen to you, like, as far as, like, paranormal? Um, like, all the time. All the time. <laughs> they were always around me, though. It wasn't like I didn't feel like it was profound at any point in time because it was just normal. So it was something that you, know? you were kind of, you took it in stride, like, oh, okay, well, here's another one type thing. Exactly, exactly. And like, I mean, I would see that everywhere, like we would go to church, my grandparents were like strict Roman Catholics, um, and they would make me go to church with them. <laughs> and we go to church and like, I'd see stuff at church. And I'd be like, Oh, my God, don't no, shh, don't say that in here. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. And Connecticut's like a very I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's, like, older than Arizona. I don't know if it's, like, the New England ambiance, but it just I, – I guess there's as much stuff out here as there is there because that doesn't make sense, but it just seemed like there's a whole lot more stuff going on there actively, like. Well, it has been around – I mean, I guess it has been around longer, but I guess Arizona is more of the, like, Hispanic. Right, um, right. Influence there. Yeah, a lot of like EVPs and et cetera I get um, are Spanish. I mean, not a lot, right. but like, you know, yeah. considering like I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> you got Google Translate trying to figure out what the, the spirits are saying. Exactly, exactly. Like, I actually, me and my son were driving home one night from like about 45 minutes away, and the radio, um, kept flipping like into these weird stations and there was like it was saying stuff there was somebody saying stuff like through the radio um so I just started recording it on the way home and then I sent it I think to John Huntington and I was like like I know there's stuff being said but I can't like I'm not getting it um and he was like yeah it's a Spanish guy and he said this and this and blah, blah, blah. I was like okay I knew that there was something going on but so was it a spirit coming through the radio? Or was it just a spirit? It was, yeah. It was pretty much like like a spirit box going on, like in my car and the radio. <laughs> oh, that'd be and my awesome. son, who's seventeen, who absolutely does not believe like in any. He just thinks I'm crazy. Um, he thinks I'm a weirdo because there's dolls all over the house. <laughs> like, 
you know. But he was just like, oh, my God, did you hear that? I mean, it was like, it was English voices as well. But we were both just sitting there the whole way home, like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, this has never happened. <laughs> it was late at night, and it was, like, pitch black out here in Arizona, usually at night. <laughs> are there a lot of UFO sightings out where you are? There are. There are. I think, like, Sedona is, like, one of the capital, like, UFO kind of places, I swear. Um, they actually have a ranch out like, I think it's actually in Cottonwood, Sedona Wines, but um, where you go and actually camp out um, and see UFOs all night. There's <laughs> mm. so yeah. much, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, like, spiritual stuff out there in, I do in Africa, in Africa, in, and uh, <laughs> with spiritual stuff in Africa, too, but we're not talking about that. But there's, it's, you know, being, you know, where the Grand Canyon is and, you know. Oh, like absolutely, I said, it's in the Indian tribes. Out there compared to Connecticut. Yeah. Where it's more of a. Oh, yeah, the like, atrocities that happen, like, that, like, to yeah. the Indians, too, is so yeah. different than Connecticut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, are literally. Yeah, because, like, I have no idea. I'm not a history per. I mean, I am, but I'm not. If it's interesting yeah. to me, I'm into it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you can be a history but like, person without knowing all the history. I like history, but I'm yeah. not like an expert. You know, I barely yeah. know the history of the town. Exactly. Like, you know. <laughs> but the indigenous people, like, out here, and I probably just said that wrong, um, are very, like, they don't, they're not very receptive to just whoever here at all. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in Connecticut, it's like, oh, na, 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 la, 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 you know, like everybody's just kind of, there's not such a big difference. There's not such a gap between. Um, but here there really is. There's like really some just hatred going on um, about past events, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess past events we have no, we have no control over. Right. Right. You know. There's definitely, like, I've seen, like, skinwalkers. There's, like, mountains up here. There's, you know, you'll see something that looks like a coyote in the middle of the road running, and all of a sudden it looks like a bear, you know, and then it kind of looks like a fuzzy person, but, like, obviously, (laughs) that's happened um, up in the mountains. You don't see that in Connecticut. No, absolutely not. Nope. And I was never, like, I never really delved into, like, the skinwalker situation and um, shamanism and et cetera. But it's, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty profound out here, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you hear stuff about Skinwalker Ranch and all those places. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I just never really, really got into it, never really, really studied you know, cryptids or I mean I know a big I know obviously Bigfoot and I know what skinwalker right. is but Right. You know, it's uh but it's not something like you think about on a daily basis, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean with the ghosts and stuff like that, that's something I could get get into because a ghost can be anywhere. Right. Skinwalkers are you know I don't know if they're everywhere or, or what, but you know. 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's just like an indigenous thing or if it's a mountain thing or because I haven't really delved into it either, but I have seen some weird shit. Like, and I'm like, yeah, wow. And it? even the UFO thing, like I've never, like I said, I've been like, I don't know. I, I don't term myself psychic or medium or whatever, but I've been intuitive and empath since I was tiny, since I can remember anything. Um, but I've never thought about like UFOs and stuff like that till I got out here because that shit's like real out here. You know, it's everywhere. I've never seen weird shit in the yeah. sky in Connecticut, um, but I do out here all the time. <laughs> I was driving home, not that long ago. I was on the interstate driving, and I looked up and I saw what looked like one of those little Tic Tac things flying through the air. And of course, I can't be looking at it while I'm staring at it while I'm driving. Right. Obviously, it would not be good driving on a highway staring at a, at a UFO. So I, when I saw it, and it's like the suspect things. It could have been just a small plane. But, you know, <clears throat> I, was at the, I was in North Carolina so at the beach and um, looking up at the sky, and I saw this, like, thing go across the sky where it almost looked like it was turning, like a circular motion through the sky. It wasn't falling like it was a plane crashing. It was just flowing through the sky in like a circular motion. And, oh, wow. You know, and it, I looked wow. and it kind of disappeared. And then like a second later, it's all the way on the other side of the sky. And there's no way right. it would have caught that fast. At least I don't think. I don't know. I don't know every single piece of technology we have. But right. it's just weird, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, it definitely is. And, like, I'm going to say, I'm like, is this, like, some government, you know, Area 51 shit, or is it actually, like, you know, some kind of entities? Who knows? <laughs> like, Yeah, because it's UFO doesn't mean it's actually, you know, aliens. Yeah, like aliens, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can't identify it, so it's unidentified to me. It could be identifiable yeah, exactly. to number of people. Some weird, you know? like, Russian undercover ship or something. Who the hell knows? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. But then, like, it, weird it, shit happens, like, <laughs> to revolving around some of that. So then it's like, well, maybe it was, you know. And there, are, there have been a lot of, like, more talk, like, government talk about UFOs being seen and, and stuff like that. And it's, you know. Right. It feels like. Like an awakening that people actually wasn't it supposed to be like Trump was supposed to like reveal a whole bunch of like classified shit like about all of that. Um, yeah, well, like I don't think it ever happened. Before he, yeah, I don't think it did either. I don't remember anything like exciting coming out. Like, I think everything was pretty much redacted. Yeah, there was right. a, let me just crossed out. So it's like. Really, don't you don't get any any groundbreaking groundbreaking stuff, right? And you know, even if let's say there is like they're observing us or whatever, how's that going to change what's going on with our lives until they make contact with us? I mean, yeah, exactly. It'll it will alter some people's points of view as far as you know, right? What they believe in stuff. But we have then they have like, like yeah, they they the fire in the sky thing out here. Um, that was in I think like Sholo. 
which is probably mm-hmm. like two hours from here or so. Like that famous abduction. Um, but I don't know. I, why is it all like on the west side? It's weird to me too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Coming from yeah. the east coast, like I've never been like so, I don't know, not drawn into, but just exposed, I guess, to so many like UFO stories and occurrences and et cetera. And you have the, you know, you have the UFO evidence, and some of it's good, but you have you do have paranormal evidence, very good. And people give out, and people show, and a lot of it's dismissed. Oh, it's like people automatically think, well, that's fake, or people who don't believe in it automatically think, oh, that's yeah. fake. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they don't even give it a chance because. They don't want their their point of view to be altered, their world view to be altered in any way. Yeah. It's the sheeple and the, the scared tactics, like the fear tactics that this government's used on everybody for how many freaking millions of years or what the hell ever, you know. Um, it's pretty sad, like, generation after generation just grows up and doesn't evolve. <laughs> You gotta have a, you gotta have an open mind. Yeah. And once you open yourself up to the possibilities of these things happening, your life still goes on. Nothing changes really. It's just you have a, more of an appreciation of what's out there, and you learn to you learn that hey, you know, just because I can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, some people come to your house and they'll be like, oh, what are all these dolls? You know, that's good all these <laughs> you know. Look There's at the a lot of people that won't here. come to my house anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> they came to my house when it was like, for, there's just a few things here and there and whatever that weren't like very intimidating. Um, but now it's pretty substantial. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't I mean, look like hoarders or anything of the dolls in here, but it's, I mean, you walk in and it's like, hey, here we are. So let's say I'm going to come, come to your house and mm-hmm. in the front door, you're walking in. Right. What is the feeling? Does the feeling change? Because, you know, sometimes you'll go into like an antique store or something and everything right. is fine. But you walk into the antique store and you just feel like completely different. It's just like your senses like get go vibes. off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, does it feel um, that way? You definitely you get that here. Yeah. No, you definitely get that here. And it depends like on the person and how sensitive they are to energy. Um, mm-hmm. And it depends on their temperament. Like I, I have a funny story. <laughs> so my, my little dimples doll, um, she likes to disappear people's stuff. All the time. And like I said, my son thinks I'm fucking crazy. He's 17. He knows everything. Um, He's been acting like a huge shithead for the last few weeks, you know, just being disrespectful and all I can do what I want and I'm 17 and whatever. Um, So his wallet disappeared. (laughs) And this is a kid that doesn't lose anything. Like, he's almost OCD, you know. His room is spotless. Like, he knows where all his shit is. Like, it just gasps. His wallet disappeared about a week ago. Um, 
And then he was mouthy the other night, and all of a sudden he lost a bracelet that he got from his girlfriend that lives in Brazil. <laughs> um, and, like, yeah, he, he just keeps having a little situationals happen to him. No, he doesn't believe in anything. You know, it's pretty interesting that you're acting like a jerk and you're having consequences, basically like instant karma, you know. Yeah. And it's it's like they're not doing like huge things, but they're doing yeah. small things just so enough to annoy him. Like Exactly, like pokes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like hey buddy, hey buddy. Pretty big. Yeah, yeah. And me and my daughter were playing with um, a spirit box with Wandering Wally one night, and, and he's just in there and he's laughing at us and whatever. And I'm like, oh no, no, no! I'm like, all right, go scare the shit out of him. <laughs> like, I was like, I shouldn't have said that. Like, that's not nice, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. It had to be two hours later. Like, he came popping out of his room with just scratches. <laughs> like. He's like, I don't know what the fuck just crashed me. <laughs> I was like, I do, but you wouldn't believe it, so don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, they're like, they're funny like that, like they, they're pranky like that. Um, depending on the person, the energy, and the situation, you know. <laughs> yeah. What is there? You know, there's other the people first... who come here. If they do not like them, like they, they will make that very known. Um, like. Pretty, I think, aggressively, because um, I was seeing somebody, I don't know, about six weeks ago, whatever, and he had just gotten off of a fire. He's a firefighter, like a wildland mm-hmm. firefighter, and he came to hang out, and um, they, they, they just, it was just bad. Like, they did not like him. Like, air in this house was just, like, electric, <laughs> and, like, he would, like, I gave him a bracelet, like a lava bracelet, like a aromatherapy, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. With, like, the beads on it and stuff. He put it on his wrist, and literally two seconds later, this freaking thing, like, exploded everywhere. Um, He would, like, walk in the kitchen and walk by something, and stuff would be flying off the top of my fridge, flying off the cabinets. Like, um, it, it just got really extremely active in here. <laughs> The like little bit of time he was here, um, which didn't last very long. But they made it very known that they did not, you know, did not want him here, did not like him, and didn't appreciate him at all. <laughs> I can imagine it would be tough. It's tough to get like your whole family to like somebody. Now you right, gotta get right? your family <laughs> to like somebody. I imagine it would be tough to to uh, <laughs> please everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, look, guys, you got to come to some kind of yeah, situation, like, kind of understanding yeah. here. Because you can't keep doing shit when I when I bring boys home. This is yeah, this is gonna yeah. Work. But like, mostly they're quiet. Like, other people can come hang out and like have a drink, whatever, barbecue, and no problem. Like, for some reason, there's just certain people that they or the energy again, they don't like it, and they yeah. They make it very freaking obvious, you know. Rub them the wrong, rub them the wrong way. Apparently. Oh yeah, yeah, like bad, <laughs> you know. When I mean, they're you pretty protective into, too. When did you get into um, collecting 
haunted dolls? What was your first one that you that you bought? Um, that I bought as a grown up. Well, when I was little, when I was like probably five, um, like I didn't grow up with my mom. She didn't raise me, um, but she would pop in and out of my life. So she had brought me this doll called Lulu, but she had gotten at like an antique store. I think it's still in Connecticut somewhere, actually. <laughs> um, and that doll like totally had an attachment, and I was like in love with it. It was like my friend, you know. Um, so that's when I started, like, you know, liking them. <laughs> how do you, how did you know doll had an attachment to it? Did it move? Did, could you see the girl that came? Was there a spirit next to it? Um, yeah, like at that age, you, I remember it, like, starting as telepathic. And then I was like, what the fuck, really? And then, like, I'd see her, you know, and then it'd be, like, both, <laughs> I got this. I got this doll from my friend Rhonda, um, and uh, his little little blonde doll named Maya, and um, it was a little little porcelain doll. And I remember I got it, and I took it downstairs in the basement in my old house. And uh, I remember upstairs, and I remember having this dream about this little girl who was downstairs in a basement, but she was crying. It wasn't my basement. It was some someone else like. And she was crying because she was scared. And I, I think that was the girl that was attached to the doll trying to get me to come get her. So when I woke up, and it, and it stuck with me. You know, most time, times you have dreams, you can't remember what the heck happened. And they're so, so freaking real, like, it, and it feels like it, like, was a second ago. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It <laughs> so I ended up going downstairs and getting the doll, bringing it back upstairs because of, uh, you know, the dream I had. Right. Notice the, uh, my camera was getting dark. Like, what is, what's going on? Maybe, maybe it's supposed to fuck with my <laughs> Right? <laughs> I'm going to mess with your stuff, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't fuck with hers, I'll fuck with yours now. <laughs> right? <laughs> What do you think is your most active doll? Um, so definitely it's not a doll. Um, as of right this second, although I feel like I got some really interesting stuff from the Booth Brothers um, this run. So this might change. <laughs> but at the moment, um, it would definitely be my Jerome chair. Um, it was a medical examiner's chair up when um, the Jerome Grand, which is now a hotel, was an asylum and a like hospital. There was like mine. It was a mining town up there. Um, and I, I can't even tell you how many thousands of people died there. Like I don't have the number actually in my head right now, but um, that's where the chair came from. There was a ghost adventure episode that took place there at Jerome in Jerome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was Zach Bagans almost got decapitated by the um Oh yeah, the elevator. elevator. Yeah. 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 And I have like forgotten all about that, you know, that show and whatever. I mean, I've seen every Ghost Adventures like episode. I love Zach. I don't care what anybody says. Zach's fucking awesome. Like <laughs> and he's cute. So <laughs> but um oh, I mean, but yeah. yeah, I brought that chair into the house and like 
I mean, I have pictures where it's just blurred the fuck out because of whatever is attached to it. It's it's not even a attachment. Like, it's got several attachments. Um, and speaking of, like, extraterrestrial or what the hell ever, different beings, like, that thing's got, like, a vibe and an energy that is just completely not human. It's not demonic, but it's different. <laughs> it's Do you ever worry about weird. Do you ever worry about having um, all this type of energy in the house? Do you ever worry about it, it affecting you or, like, people who live there as far as, like, just their mental? Or is it more you, you, um, got, you protect? I definitely do. I mean, like, I definitely set boundaries and et cetera. Um, the kids have not really – I mean, other than, like, like I said with Aiden just recently um, – <laughs> But, like, me, like, I laugh at that. I'm like, that's what you got, you know? <laughs> like, but, um, yeah. like, as far as me, like, I know when I got this, when I got faceless, I think she kept me up for, like, five nights. And I would fall asleep, and it would just turn into, like, some kind of horrible fucking nightmare. Um, maybe one of those dreams that's so realistic again, and I'd be asleep for five minutes, and it would have felt like t- ten years had passed. Um, while I was sleeping for five minutes, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, she'd, like, really? move stuff around it, in my it, room. It. Yeah, like, the energy was bad. Um, yeah, she did a lot of the, her and the Jerome chair, and there's also, I don't know, um, there's this little doll <laughs> that my daughter brought home for me. Um, I shared her when, when I was on Jade's show. Um, she's just a normal looking like little like French doll or whatever. Like does not look weird, doesn't look create nothing. Um I put her in the corner of my room. I went to sleep that night and like literally like that thing had a demonic attachment. There was just all of a sudden there was a little girl crouched like in the corner of the room. And I wasn't even asleep yet. It was like that in between, you know what I mean? Um, when you're really openly receptive because you're not quite asleep, but you're not awake enough to fight anything off, really. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's like a little girl crying in the corner. I'm like, what the hell? Who's in my room? Why? What? What is going on? Like, just not like being completely conscious. Um, and it turned around, and it just all of a sudden like had fangs and blood coming off its face, and like just like came at me. Um, yeah, that was pretty freaky. <laughs> Like I said, I, mean, I wasn't, like, asleep. I wasn't awake. It was that, like, in between, you know what I mean? Yeah. We are, you're aware of what's going on, but... Exactly. Exactly. Like, almost like sleep paralysis, but not because I was able to be like, no, like, fuck off, get out of here now. Like, you know what I mean? We had a whole conversational, et cetera. <laughs> um... But, yeah, that little tiny, like, unassuming doll, you know, out of all the, like, weird stuff I have from weird places and weird situations, like, that thing was, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's always, the, it's always the, uh, the ones that you least expect to be active like that are the ones that really are, are, are freaky, will we'll get you. Yeah, yep. It was crazy, yeah. It was just a little girl crying in the corner, and I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, what's going on? You know? 
like, am I asleep? Am I not asleep? Am I just, like, you know what I mean? But just fucked up space in between. <laughs> Has anything like that happened, like, since then? Um, not, not with that doll, thank God, no. But I did, like, sage it and salt it and holy water it and, you know. <laughs> like, you just... Know. Extra Which doesn't mean secure. shit. There could be one night I go to bed and it decides, like, to, you know, do something where who knows. Like, I mean, realistically, do we have control over anything? Like, no. You know? Yeah, it, it, it's the illusion. Exactly. Control, really. Yeah. They uh, probably just, probably their way of saying hi. Just letting you know, yeah. hey, I'm here. So when he was running at you screaming, it's just saying hi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what got me with, like, the little kid charade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has there ever like, been I've never like had that? any of them do that. Like, they've always, like, appeared as whatever, whoever, not as a little kid. Um, mm. So that was extra super shitty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is kind of freaky. Has there ever been, yeah. like, a... A doll or something that you've gotten, just like okay, this is too much. I'm gonna do something. I gotta, I gotta get this one because it's. Um, there was it actually yeah. my daughter um, had bought it. It was a Haitian voodoo doll, and um, she got it. We didn't have any problems with it. Like I didn't, I kind of like didn't even think about it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it, it was just a little straw doll with some red eyes. In a box. I mean, what's, you know, what's the big deal about it? Like, I didn't really, and I, I wasn't, ca- and I catch energy off pretty much everything. I didn't catch energy off of that. Um, like, little did I know, she had, like, snuck it into her room um, and started, like, talking to it. And she had had a friend, a best friend, pass away about six months earlier, Um and then, like, one day she just came out and told me, oh, well, Sadie talks to me through her. I was like, well, what are you, you know, what is she saying to you? What's what's going on? I'm like, why are you hiding all of this? And it was a whole situation. And then she starts telling me, well, yeah, she bangs on the window at night while I'm trying to sleep. And she talks to me when I don't want to talk. And she'll throw stuff and she'll smack the doors and um, while I'm trying to sleep because she wants me to be awake with her. And I'm like, what in the actual fuck? You know? Like, what is good? And I'm like, okay, you need to give me it. So, you know, like I took it. It, it was like nighttime when this was going on. I took it. I put salt on it, you know, blessed salt, saged it, et cetera. Put it outside, like wrapped up in a, in a towel inside of like, it was like a fishing box that somebody had left here outside. Which like, didn't lock, but it closed. You know what I mean? Like it clamped yeah. together. Um, so I had put it in that box, and the next morning we got up, and that thing was sitting on the chair on the front porch, and its hands were like ripped off, like it had ripped them off getting out of the box somehow. They were gone. They were just like tore up, and the thing was sitting on the chair. And I'm like, what? And I like, no. No fucking way, you know? No, yeah, get that thing far away. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I've never had this problem with any, anything, ever. Um, So I took it, you know, again, 
I mean, I put it somewhere else. It showed up again. And then I'm like, okay, like, fuck around and find out. That's it, you know? <laughs> so I did a bunch of stuff, whatever, like, bound it and this and that and put it in its own, like, case inside of the case where, like, the exorcism boxes and I have, like, all kinds of holy relics and et cetera. Um, I put her in there. And then, like, after that, she was quiet um, and didn't do anything. That worked, you know? My daughter just recently... Um, decided to take her out of there and have her like in her like I bought um a like a little like camper for her and her boyfriend to stay in in my backyard um and she brought her out there with her and within three weeks she completely changed her whole freaking attitude like she started drinking she started swearing at me talking to me like she would never in her life speak to me um Mm -hmm. and then eventually ended up moving out because I was like, you know, if you don't leave, we're going to have some huge problems. Like not even thinking about the stupid dollar correlating it, but um, she's had just a string of like bad, bad shit happening to her ever since, like following her, you know? And she left her jewelry here. She left her clothing here, her really expensive boots, her, her saddle that costs, you know, $1,500. But she's got the doll with her. You think the doll was calling to her to let her let her to let oh, her absolutely. free? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And because she correlated with her friend um, that had passed away, that was the manipulation and the power that that thing has over her. You know. You think she was projecting it, like? She wanted to be your friend, so that's what she that's who she thought it was. Or was it Right, it's definitely possible. Yeah. The spirit knowing that she was upset about her friend was like, Okay, well And manipulate, I'll yeah. Her I, yep. that this is your friend, you know? Mhm. And it was I mean And maybe I mean because they you know, they can like pretend they're someone else, that's for damn sure. We know that, like um so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she projected it or if the thing just decided to pretend I'm a teenage girl. I just, I mean, you know, but it's all What's bad. The, like, it, it's tough because you, you, something like that happens and you're missing your friend and I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird because it's like it's hard to put yourself in that, you know, in that mindset when you start talking to a doll. And assuming right, that it's your right. friend. Especially that. like a little straw, you know, yeah. red eyed voodoo doll. I mean, I didn't fucking think anything of it, you know? And I still just actually, I was just having a conversation about two nights ago with one of my best friends. And it's like, remember that doll? And I was like, oh my God, yeah. And then she started swearing at me and making all, it was just a horrible fucking situation. Like, but I didn't even correlate it, you know? I mean, you. You would think that she would not just start talking to a doll without yeah. there being yeah. some kind of like reason to, or something that like triggered it. You know, like, some, like yeah, doll did something to make her want to talk to it type thing. Yeah, you know, I mean definitely. And she like I yeah. have. So I'm not like a Ouija person. I'm not like I do spirit boxes. I'm very telepathic with stuff. Um, I have my pendulum 
I have my dowsing rod. It's just, it's to me, it's like it takes forever to get one freaking word out. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I had one in my room that I had forever. Like I don't, you know, like in my closet. Yeah. That's just been sitting there, just sits there. You know, I don't even use it as decoration. Um, and freaking she came into my room and took that. And then, like, came in when I, oh, yeah, I was playing, we were playing with it with um, Susie, she named this fucking thing. And la, la, la. Like, you know, I, I don't think you're talking to something named Susie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Susie just sounds like the name of a haunted doll. Yeah, yeah, Haitian yeah. voodoo doll is not going to be named fucking Susie, I hate to tell you. No, that's not, I don't know, doesn't seem like a very Haitian name to me. Um, but, right? <laughs> uh, not know, even close. Name, so they could, you know. <laughs> I wonder what the process yeah. is for someone, let's say someone, someone passes away. It's like, right. do they just like go to the nearest thing? I mean, then that way, like, every doll will be haunted, it seems like. Right. What does yeah. the doll need to do to be, uh, what is some, like, what kind of criteria do you need to be a haunted doll? Or... Yeah. Or ring. I mean, I have the the ring that, um, I ordered this ring, like, from somebody online that was like, oh, we found this, da da and, you know, somebody passed away, and this was in their car, and I'm like, oh, I'll take it. I'm not a pussy. Like, I got this. You know what I mean? <laughs> a pussy. I'm like, go ahead, send it to me. Bring it on, bro. <laughs> Bring it on, and I get this fucking it. ring, and <laughs> I'm wearing it like, oh, cool. Like, it's got a good energy, you know? And three fucking days later, I got into a fucking, like, could have been fatal car accident. Like, so was this thing fucking calling to me to, like, protect me? Or did it come to me and make this fucking happen? Which one? You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, that's the that's that is the the chicken or the egg question yeah, right there. Yeah, exactly. And I still don't know. I still like I wear it sometimes, and then sometimes I just put it away for a few months, and I'm like, I don't you know about you. Careful. Like, whenever you go out, you know, anywhere, just super careful, always looking around, like, oh shit, what's going on? Just to just to be on the safe. Yeah, side. like because it was just like, what the fuck? Is, are you serious right now? <laughs> like, you know. That's freaky. I'm like, why? What what is the reasoning? And, like, there's no fucking answers. There's no answer, you know? I mean, that's the thing. As you don't know, there's no answer. You know, that's the thing of doing investigating and stuff and trying to, you know, do what we do. There's really, you get, you know, what we think are answers, but then we get more answers, we get more questions. We've only got, like, four minutes left to go left in the show. So I want to let you give you a chance to talk about, you know, whatever you want to promote yourself or how people can in touch with you, talk about dolls and stuff. <laughs> dolls, rings, voodoo dolls, whatever. There's <laughs> a whole myriad of topics. Oh, there is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting like really, really back into like my Reiki practice. Like I'm a Reiki master teacher. Um, I had, like, some significant health issues, like, significantly bad, like, fucked up health issues going on um, that should even, like, be a thought at my age um, and, like, freaked me out. Like, I was pretty sure I was going to end up, like, dead in the next, like, six to eight months or what the fuck ever. Um, you think but there so, are the 
you think What's the dolls that? are? Do you think the dolls are, you know, might be causing distress? With that energy, and yeah, like there's another. Yeah. Are they or are they not? You know what I mean? Like, if somebody said that to me, like, you need to get rid of this darkness around you. But, like, not everybody here is dark, and not every one of them is spirited. Some of them are just cool-looking, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But it's, like, that same exact question again. Like, is it them? Is yeah. it not them? Like, do they protect me, or are they fucking me over, and I don't know it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's tough to know for sure. Um, We've got about really a minute is. left. Um, I want to thank you very much for coming on and talking with us tonight. Sorry the, the whole camera thing didn't work out. Oh, for sure, uh, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't get to show you the cool new stuff that came in. <laughs> oh, me too. But, you know, I I would rather just talk on the phone than have it, like, you know, cut off every, Actually every two minutes. Actually work out, yeah. <laughs> like it was, yeah. So I, I, I'll be, I'll admit, I, I had forgotten to take my mic off mute on the law talk. So the first, the whole first few minutes where they were talking, they right. even on. Oh, wow, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but when we actually called in, that's when I unmuted it. So we got the good part of the show. <laughs> well, anyway, thank so, you so much for having me. Yes, thank you again, and uh, we'll have you again mm-hmm. on. So we'll maybe actually get the camera to work. We'll meet some of your dolls next time. Right, for sure. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have okay, a good night. Okay, thanks, Ryan. Have a good night. Bye. All right, bye. So before we cut off, next week we've got Rory Sonia coming on the show. She's a light worker. Um, so we're going to go kind of spiritual next week. And actually, she went to high school with me. So I'm super excited to have her on the show next week and talk about spiritual stuff. So tune in. <laughs>